This is Pastor Derek Thomas of Living Witness Ministries, and I want to welcome you to the Living Word Podcast. I pray that today's teaching blesses you, inspires you, and encourages you to live a life worthy of the King of Kings and Lord of Lords that we serve. God bless. Living Witness Ministries is seeking to fulfill its God-given mandate to reach the world with the life-giving word through outreach ministries including the Living Word Podcast, Living Word Broadcast, and daily words of witness on our pages on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, and Liker. In addition, Living Witness Ministries is embarking upon our Project ATL campaign with the goal of establishing and launching our ministry headquarters in Atlanta, Georgia in the fall of 2021. If our outreach ministry is a blessing to you, won't you consider supporting the ministry in our vision? You can donate via Cash App at dollar sign LW Ministries 2020. That's dollar sign capital L capital W Ministries 2020. Thank you in advance for your support and for doing your part to help us reach the world with the life-giving word. Our text today is found in Paul's writing to the church at Rome, in Romans, the eighth chapter. We're going to be looking today at verses 35 through 39. And what you find written there reads in this fashion. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? As it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. As we speak today to the subject, winning is in our DNA. Amen. Winning is in our DNA. And if you remember nothing else in this first message of 2021, I want you to understand and realize this year that winning is in your DNA. And I say that because the Lord brought each and every one of us through 2020. And here we sit now on the other side in 2021, able to look back as we spoke on last week and say with joy that we made it. And you may say, well, that's fantastic, Pastor. We made it, but what did we really make it into? Well, we made it into a new dimension. We made it into a new field. We made it into a new opportunity to make an impact and make a difference. I love sports. And one of the things that I found in sports, particularly right around now, is the NFL season begins to transition from the regular season into the postseason. A lot of the coaches that are making it in with teams that that, that struggled at one point in time uh, in the season but are doing well now, they say something to the effect of, well, the records now don't really matter because now is zero and zero. 
And we just have to go out and we have to play the game. And because we know how to play the game and because we know what it takes to win, we know the formula and the secret to success in winning. We have a shot at making a difference. We have a shot at winning it all. I'm here to let you know today, beloved, that God desires us to have that same mindset. As we move into 2021, our theme for, for 2021 here at Living Witness Ministries is winning as one in 2021. And we're basing that on verse 37 in this particular passage of scripture, because in all these things, whatever challenges might come our way, we know that we're more than conquerors and we're fully believing and expecting God to bless us not only with victory, but with abundant victory this year for the for the kingdom and, and, and for his glory. Amen. And what God desires us to do is he needs us to understand that this victory and this glory that I'm speaking of concerning our, our ministry also applies to each and every one of our lives individually, starting with yours. And God needs us to understand that winning indeed is in our DNA. We carry the DNA of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We carry the DNA of our creator, God the Father. We carry that DNA because it says back in Genesis 1 and 26, let us make man in our image and in our likeness. That means we're made like God. We're made to function like God and walk like God and talk like God and, 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 and reason like God. His ways are far above our ways and his thoughts are far above our thoughts. Absolutely, yes, completely. Yet God created us to function as he would function on a much smaller scale so that he has a clear and accurate reflection here in the earth so that he can uh, walk in dominion and his will can be carried out in the earth in a way that pleases him. That's our job, church. That's you and I's job, beloved. And God has called us to do this thing knowing that we can't lose, that we can't fail because winning is in our DNA because we're created by a winner to be winners in life. And you may say, well, pastor, I hear what you're saying and I understand what you're saying. And it sounds really, really good, but you don't know the struggles that I have. And I'll be the first one to tell you, as I've said in times before, I don't know the struggles that you have. But what I do know is the one that's greater than any problem that any of us ever have. And we have to look at the realization of what it means when we say that we have winning DNA. Look at what it says here in our text, beginning with, with verse 35. And I just want to touch on some of the things that, that, that having winning DNA refers to so that we can realize these things as we go through this year that is going to be 2021. It says here in verse 35, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or, or nakedness or peril or sword? As it is written, verse 36 says, for thy sake, we are killed all the day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. The first thing that we have as part of our winning DNA is loyalty. Amen. We have loyalty. We have unwavering loyalty to the one that drafted us, if you will. God chose us from the foundation of the world. We made the conscious decision to sign on with God through salvation when we got the good news and we received it in our hearts and we believed it in our minds and we confessed it with our mouths, we met the condition to become saved, to become joint heirs of the promise through our elder brother, Jesus Christ. And when we did that, what we did is we did it and, 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 and based on an understanding of who Jesus is and we did it 
by pledging our fealty, by pledging our loyalty to God through Jesus Christ. And in pledging our loyalty to God through Jesus Christ, we're saying by receiving Christ as our Lord and Savior that at, at whatever it takes for me to be God, what you desire me to be, I'm willing to do it because I know at my very best, all that I do is nothing more than filthy rags. But I know that the price that was paid for me entailed death. So that means that I've got to die to sin in my life. I've got to die to the things that make this flesh feel good. I've got to die to the things that the world would love and that the world would adore and that the world would deem as valuable because the things of the world are at enmity against God. The flesh and the spirit are at war, church. And the war is real and the battle is real. If you don't believe me, look in 2020. But I've got good news. Even in the midst of the battle, we're still here. And we came out on top in 2020. And as we moved and transitioned into 2021, it's like the video games. And I said this a couple of weeks ago. It's like the video games that my sons play. Once you finish a level and you start all over again, you're now at a different level. You're at a higher level, which means you have more life. You have more energy. You have more weaponry at your disposal. That's where we are, beloved. We have more weaponry at our disposal. We have more life to live. We have more souls to save. We have more lives to touch. We have more signs and wonders and miracles to be witnesses of because we believe now more than ever before that God is able to keep us through dangers and through perils and through swords and through pestilence, and through everything that the enemy would seek to send our way. But often what we do is we allow the enemy to come in and keep replaying the mistakes that we made, keep replaying our blooper reel in, 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 in sports, in college sports in particular, when, when the blue chippers, when the very best athletes in sports uh, are being looked at by professional teams, they put together what's called a highlight reel. They put together a highlight package, and that highlight package is designed to show all the great things that they can do, all the moves that they have, all the things that, that would make them a number one player on that team, a tremendous addition to that team. What the enemy does, he takes that same thing and he tries to put together a low light reel for us to keep us bound and to keep us thinking that we can't be of any use to God. But I'm here to let you know that the devil indeed is alive because look at what it says here again in verse 37. It, it says here, nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us, which means that not only are we conquerors, not only do we win, but we win decisively, beloved. That's something for us to be thankful for. We don't only win, but we win decisively. That means it's not even close. There's no comparison. There's nothing to debate about. When this thing is over, it is truly over, as Hawk Harrelson would say in my days in Chicago, listening to White Sox radio. This is truly over. When it's done, it's done. And God has given us the victory and we can be thankful for it. That's why the word lets us know. But thanks be unto God who giveth us the victory through Jesus Christ, through Jesus Christ and our being loyal to him, through Jesus Christ and our being loyal to the, to the fact of the things that we believe. We now have victory. And this is what Paul was trying to get. Not only the church of Rome in our text, but us today as we digest the text to understand that our loyalty to God is the first and most critical key in being individuals that exhibit that winning DNA. But above and beyond the loyalty, it takes more than that. Look at what it says here in verse 38. For I am persuaded 
that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor powers nor things present nor things to come 39 nor height nor depth nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God the second thing in addition to loyalty is confidence we have to have confidence that we indeed are on the winning side We've got to have confidence that the team that's been put together, the team that we're a part of, we are a winning team. On every team, there are individuals that are superstars and there are individuals that I call role players. And the one thing that I found is that as much as people hype up and focus on the superstars, there's been no superstar in any sport, in any organized team sport that's been able to win a championship and achieve a goal without quality, committed role players, without role players that truly know their role and that do their job, that understand that the uncomely things, the things that don't look fabulous, the things that may not show up in a stat sheet, the things that are looked at in, 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 in lunch pail and hard hat fashion, in the work that we do, in the, in, the acts, in the acts that we perform, in the plays that we make as it pertains to leading people to salvation, the individuals that do the grunt work, and Paul references it, one man plants, another man waters, but it's God that provides the increase. God is a superstar on the team, church. We're role players, and for some of us, our role is to plant the seed through evangelism, and for others, our role is to water the seed through prayer, and for others still, our role is to till up the ground and to pluck up the weeds through prophetic word, but ultimately, the superstar is the one that provides the increase. We're the ones that sit the play up so the superstar can be in position. To make the play and to score the point, to get the goal. And the goal for us as believers, church, is to win souls. The Bible tells us that he that winneth a soul is wise. And there are far too many of us that have said yes to Jesus that are not functioning in godly wisdom. We're doing everything except what God has called us to do. Why? Because this flesh wants to be the superstar. I want to be the superstar that looks like I'm preaching a sermon that wins that soul. I want to be the superstar that's singing that song, that's moving the person to say yes. I want to be the superstar that's praying that prayer, that's using all kinds of long words that, 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 that no one uses anymore to make themselves sound good. When God is saying what he desires us to do is being living witnesses for him. That's why for us here at LWM, it's all about this year winning souls for the kingdom and truly winning as one in 2021. At Living Witness Ministries, there are no big eyes and there are no little U's. We all understand that, that, that we are part of God's army and we all answer to the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, who's the commander in chief for us. We understand that we take our orders from the top and the orders come down to the set man in the house and the set man in the house shares the orders to the congregation and we all move out in a fashion that pleases God. It's not about us, it's about God. All we desire to do is to do the work that God has given us to do and we do the work with confidence. We do the work with confidence, knowing that as long as we do our part, as long as we run our route, as long as we say what we need to say, as long as we keep our minds uh, alert and sharp and keep our minds stayed on him, as long as we keep our head in the game and understand that God is in control and that he's the one that's going to get the victory and that he's the one that's going to be glorified, we can take comfort and rejoice in knowing that we can have our confidence and be confident in knowing 
that God is more than able to do exceeding abundantly above all we could ask or even think. Because whatever business that we have that the enemy tries to think that we need to take care of that's more important than the team. Because no individual is more important than the team, beloved. This is a team effort. Whether you want to believe it or not, I am here by divine providence to let you know today this thing called ministry and living a saved life is a team effort. No man or woman is an island unto himself or unto herself. But God has called each of us to do our part in the work of ministry, in the work of sharing the good news so that the, so that the kingdom might grow and expand and so that the name of Jesus might be lifted up so that God might be glorified. God doesn't desire anybody to perish. The word says that, that I desire, God says, that none should perish, but that all should have everlasting life. The word lets us know God desires for everyone to have everlasting life. And it's our job to do our part in playing our role with confidence, knowing that God is able to move even through you in the midst of your mess ups, in the midst of your confusions, in the midst of our missing it, in the midst of 2020, midst of 2020, not being a year that you may want to remember. I charge you to remember the year and mark it as a time that God prepared and equipped you to move into the next dimension, into the next realm, into your season of activity. Every championship team has what they call in the profession a window. A window of opportunity, a window wherein all the conditions are right for this team to come together and truly make noise and become a championship caliber team. Catch this to truly live up to its potential, to fulfill its potential, to fulfill the mandate that's been placed on it. That's us church in this day. God is calling us to not only serve the present age, but to tell the present age of the coming age and let them know that the age is coming faster than they think and that you've got to be on board. So it takes more than just uh, uh, realizing that, that you have to do something more. It takes an understanding. It takes a, di a, 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 a diametric shift on the inside. A paradigm shift spiritually on the inside to realize that above and beyond the loyalty and above and beyond the confidence, it's the last point, an expectation. We have to expect God to do this thing. We have to expect it. We have to look at it as an expected end. The Bible says my favorite scripture out of, out of Jeremiah, to, to, for I know the plans that I have for you, says God, plans to bless you and not harm you, to bring you to your appointed end, to bring you to a future and a hope. I'm bringing you, God says, to an expected end. I'm bringing you to this point where victory is yours. I'm bringing you to this point where I have things stored up for you with your name on it that Every tear that you shed and every prayer that you prayed and every time that you cried out to me thinking I didn't hear you, not only did I hear you, but I answered you. And I answered you decisively. I answered you without question. I answered you without wavering. I answered you without fail. And I answered you with what you asked for because you asked for it in line with my will, says God. That's where he has us today, beloved. You today that are listening right now, you this evening, if you're watching this broadcast later on, that's listening right now, I'm here to deliver a message for you. The prayers that you prayed in confidence, the prayers, the prayers that you prayed loyally to God have not gone unanswered and have not gone unnoticed. We've got to have the, the, the confidence and the belief that we have an expected end. And that expected end lies in God answering your prayer. God heard you the first time. 
God's not deaf. God's not hard of hearing. God doesn't struggle with cognition or comprehension. God hears our prayers. And when he hears our prayers, as it pertains to our prayers, being in line with his will, the word lets us know as I paraphrase that our only response after we pray that prayer is yea and amen. Yes, being in agreement, amen to the creed that so it is. And that's the expected end that we've got to say yea and amen to. And so it is, God, that victory is mine. And so it is that the increase is going to come. And so it is that the growth is going to happen. And so it is that the development is taking place. And so it is that doors are being opened that no man can shut. And there, and, 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 and so it is that, that doors are being closed that the enemy would have sought to open that no man can open to condemn us anymore. We have to have a so it is mindset because when an individual truly has winning in their DNA, they're loyal to a fault to the system because they know that the system that they have works. I don't care if they're in the midst of a losing streak. They're loyal to that system. They're loyal to the point of being confident. The confidence is mis mistaken as cockiness in some arenas, but it's not a matter of being cocky. It's being confident in knowing what you know. Because when you know what you know, you can stand on what you know, because what you know transcends all the unknowns that the enemy would seek to send to cause confusion. Because as long as we can keep our eyes set on the expected end that God has for us, that expected end is going to come to pass no matter what. Nothing's going to separate us. Nothing's going to keep us from our appointed and expected end. The Bible lets us know that it's appointed to every man once to die. So we all ultimately have a natural expected end. But God wants us to have a spirit spiritual expected in so that when the natural expected in comes, we know where we're going. Because the individuals that are the very best of the very best know that those that are truly the cream of the crop of the very best, they have a destination. And that destination is called the Hall of Fame. Every major sport has a Hall of Fame. Whether it's baseball or football or basketball or hockey, whatever your sport of choice is, it has a Hall of Fame. Can I let you in on a little secret? The Word of God has a Hall of Fame. The Hall of Fame is contained in Hebrews chapter 11. And the Hall of prerequisite to step into that Hall of Fame, the prerequisite to be uh, uh, selected after being considered by the selection committee is written very clearly in Hebrews 11. Verses one and two. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. We've got to understand and realize that it's by faith that we do this thing. We faith this thing. And as we faith this thing, the DNA that's in us to win, the DNA that's in us to overcome, the DNA that's in us to be more than a conqueror will come to the forefront and bubble to the surface. And that thing that's in us, that essence that's in us, that winning DNA that's in us has no choice but to come out of us and to be read by the world. God desires you and I to be read today, beloved. He desires us to be read. He desires us to be, as Paul penned, living epistles to be read by men. That's what being a living witness is, church. Being a living witness is being willing to be read by men, being willing to have our life story read by men. And I mean our whole life story, the good and the bad. That's why the song says, praises, that's why the song, praises what I do, says in the bridge, leaning into the chorus, so I, I praise you for the good and bad times. 
I praise you through the good and the bad. I, I praise you through the happy and the sad. I praise you in all that I go through because praise is what I do. Praise is the precursor of worship. And if we're praising God in those times, would it not stand to reason, beloved, that we're to worship him even the more because he brings us through the good times and the bad. He brings us through our joy as well as our sorrow. He helped us through yesterday. He'll bring us through tomorrow as he keeps us through today. But what he needs us to understand is that it comes not from without, but it comes from within. It comes from the DNA that's in us. What I'm learning about DNA, because my wife is a nurse, DNA has genes that are dominant and, and, and recessive. And, and within the DNA code, there, there, there are things that could be activated within the gene pool that can make things flare up or that can shut things down. Oh, how we, if we could understand how our spiritual DNA is laid out, and if we could get the worship down right, and if we can get the evangelism down right, and if we could activate our praise every so often, and we can get those things ramped up and get the sense of urgency that God is looking for in this hour going, because there's a great big world out there that needs to hear from us because people are losing by the hundreds of thousands. People are losing eternally, not only naturally, but eternally because they're looking for a word. They're seeking a word. They're in need of a word. They're in dire search for a word. And God has put the word in your mouth. So we have to walk in that confidence. We have to be loyal to what God has for us to do. We've got to realize that we have an expected end. And we've got to know beyond the shadow of a doubt in our living that our living is not in vain. But instead, we've got to know beyond the shadow of a doubt that God has called us to walk in victory because indeed we have a winning DNA. And as we seek to live in a way that pleases God, what happens in the midst of doing that is that God takes our winning DNA and plugs us in what he needs to plug us in. And as he plugs us in, he blesses us to be a blessing to others. He plugs us in so that his will and that his work and that his agenda would ultimately be done. So what's your role today? Are you sitting on the bench? Are you sitting in the stands or are you are you sitting there totally disinterested and, and not looking to to engage at all? Are you sitting there just trying to ride on, on the coattails of other people's work and ride on the coattails of, of the King of Kings and Lord of Lords greatness, thinking that you could just be pulled on into heaven because of what Christ has done? Or are you on the bench saying, put me in, coach? Coach, put me in. I'm ready. I'm ready to do my part. I'm ready to play my role. I'm ready to do what it is you've called me to do. God is looking for yes men and women in this season. He's looking for you and I that are willing to say yes to him. He's looking for those of us that are willing to realize that it's not by might nor by power, but it's by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts, that, thing gets, that things get done. And it's by the efforts that he extends to the people in the earth that don't know him through us that are willing to be used by him. To bring about victory. This is where we win as one. Not only in 2021, but every year succeeding 2021. Because we understand that no individual is an island. And that God desires to use each and every one of us just the same. Let God use you. Let him use you today like never before. Let him bless you today and let him be a blessing in your life. You let him make a difference in the lives of others through you. And it starts right here. 
And it starts right now. If you've never said yes to Jesus Christ, I implore you to do so today. Let's pray right now. Father God, we thank you for this opportunity to come together. You said in your word that if we confess with our mouths that Jesus Christ is Lord and believe in our hearts that God raised him from the dead, that we shall be saved. So right now, Father, I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord. And I believe in my heart that God truly has raised him from the dead. I thank you right now, Lord, that by faith I am saved. Thank you for welcoming me into the family of Jesus Christ. Thank you for welcoming me into the presence of our loving Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for being my elder brother. And thank you for all the rights and benefits and privileges and victory that come from being a part of those that are saved. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And with that, welcome to the household of faith and welcome to a new relationship in Jesus Christ. If you prayed that prayer and you said yes to Jesus, please email me and let me know. The email address is livingtowitness at gmail.com. Again, that's the word living, the number two, the word witness, all one word, at gmail.com. Until next time, this is Pastor Derek Thomas encouraging you to continue to live by faith, exercise your right to your winning DNA, and live in victory in service for the kingdom. God bless. I pray that you were blessed by today's word. The Bible tells us that if we confess with our mouths that Jesus Christ is Lord and believe in our hearts that God raised him from the dead, that we would be saved. If you've never taken the opportunity to do either one of those things, won't you join me now in prayer? Let's pray. Lord Jesus, I come before you a sinner. I believe that you sent your son to die that I might live. I believe that he lived, died, rose again, ascended to heaven, and is coming back for sinners just like me. I confess my sin, I ask you into my heart, and I ask you into my life. Thank you, Lord, that by faith I am now saved. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, I'd like to welcome you into the household of faith and into a loving relationship of salvation with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Please email me and let me know of your experience or if you have any prayer requests or praise reports, please email me. The email address is livingtowitness at gmail.com. That's living, the number two, witness at gmail.com. Until next time, this is Pastor Derek Thomas encouraging you to live your life as a living witness.